Hello, everyone. This is Connor Lokar checking back in for another edition of Trends Talk with ITR Economics. Today, we're going to be talking about and, and essentially dusting off an old playbook, the recession playbook, uh, specifically on the management objective side of things. Now, that's a familiar term to longtime ITR followers. Uh, you know that we codify the business cycle into four distinct phases that are demarked by both the direction and amplitude of the 12-12 rate of change, whether we're looking at a business, a particular sector, or an entire economy. Um, all four phases of the business cycle, whether it's quickening growth, slowing growth, recession, where we find ourselves now, or recovery, where we're going to find ourselves later, they all have their own challenges and opportunities and psychological uh, challenges and opportunities as well. Um, and at ITR, we recommend management objectives uh, for each of these. Now, uh, today, again, it is the recession phase of the business cycle. Currently, uh, the macro economy at large and probably many of your businesses are sliding into phase D, recession. This is when the economies and your businesses' rates of change are moving farther and farther below zero. Uh, your, the macro economies and your revenues deterioration is intensifying, not abating. Um, for some of you, and I think that's why today's so important, is for some of you, this will be the first sustained revenue decline that you've had to navigate since 2008 and 2009. Now, many of mine and our collective consulting clients uh, at ITR have what I guess I'll call the advantage, you know, to put a positive spin on it, the advantage of having dealt with a period of sustained revenue decline more recently. Uh, and that was during the oil and gas downturn of 2015 and 16. Now, this affected many of you and many of our industrially inclined inclined clients uh, negative to, negatively to varying degrees. And, and as I said, it kind of gives them the advantage of having to flex their recession muscles uh, a bit more recently and, and having to execute peel down plans and other strategies more recently. And But many of you just don't fall in that bucket. I mean, it's been a decade uh, since you've had to, to flex these muscles. So let's go ahead and talk about ways that we can mitigate the current downturn. Uh, and, and first, I, I think the first one is my use of the word mitigate there uh, is worth pausing on as it was intentional. Um, you know, some of you may be looking for a silver bullet uh, for the, the current situation, a cure, if you will, uh, just as we're trying to find a cure, you know, globally for uh, COVID-19. And unfortunately, as far as the economy is concerned and your current situation, it does not exist. You know, the severity of decline underway and upcoming, you know, a, a cure uh, and, and a, you know, you know, disappearing negativity from the conversation is going to be really difficult to achieve. But again, we can mitigate it. So one of the first things we need to do, again, it's rather obvious, but, uh, you know, the time is now to implement cost-cutting measures. Um, you know, keeping an eye with that said to the rebound coming in 2021. You know, make sure you are not cutting in areas that will come back to bite you in 12 months. Um, but, you know, these are those times that the difficult decisions need to be made. And, you know, in some cases that does encompass payroll reductions and letting folks go, which can be the hardest ones uh, of all. Now, you also need to look at your cash flow model. You need to make sure that it's both reliable, uh, but not also not just focused on the very near term. We've talked with some, some clients that, you know, I think falsely assume that if they, they can survive the next six weeks, they're in the clear. Uh, unfortunately, the economic aftershocks and malaise is, is going to extend much longer than the next month or two. We feel that downside pressure is probable, you know, likely, uh, particularly in the industrial side of the economy, emanating all the way into uh, on a 12-12 basis into early 2021. So make sure that the conversation in your, your cash flow modeling uh, includes a look beyond the current quarter uh, and, and also examines the third and fourth quarters of 2020 and, and, and at least in some contingency planning includes a possibility of extended downside pressure on your business. So you can prepare some peel down plans and then put your benchmarks in place, your tripwires of sorts for you to execute those plans. Now, 
We typically advise, you know, moving on to the next one, advise uh, against wading into the pricing fight and giving up margin. This can be uh, a bit myopic is that margins, it's hard to claw back when things get better. So we would say, you know, hold your ground on price uh, and, and margin as best you can, emphasizing your value adds, you know, your competitive advantages. Again, you you make your case, but but try to stick. And, and you know, perhaps a different strategy is, you know, can you offer alternative product or service offerings uh, you know, with a lower cost basis? You know, do the unique circumstances of this current economic disruption offer your business a chance to serve your clients at a lower cost tier and maintain that relationship, offer them something that fits their budget, uh, you know, and, and instead of giving them the Cadillac, Cadillac level, you know, product or service at discount pricing, offer them a discounted, you know, price product at a, a slightly lower level. And then next year as their business uh, improves and their own business conditions and cash flow improves, you can, they can then upgrade back into that Cadillac level of service at the Cadillac pricing and you don't have to, you know, fight them. Uh, you know, to, to get claw back that discount that you gave them this year. So uh, also, uh, this is a great time to lock in costs. Again, we talk about cost minimization, but later on this year, as we get towards the bottom of the business cycle, uh, you know, we want to lock in our costs. This could be labor. This could be renegotiating leases, you know, bulk buys of raw materials, you know, where applicable and if you have the cash and, to, and space to buy and store it. But, you know, whatever inputs of yours that you can lock in at recession low pricing, you're going to be thanking yourself for in 2021 and 2022, depending on how long that is. Uh, again, obviously, labor contracts, uh, a big part of that. But again, on the topic of, of labor, you know, as I said, payroll reduction may be part of your cost cutting strategy. But again, this is an opportunity. Uh, a term I picked up from clients several years ago is improving your roster depth. You know, can you move some C players that were in the organization that you desperately needed uh, in the breakneck pace growth of, of 2017, 18, and much of 19? Can you move them off the bus as necessary in 2020 and replace them uh, with A or B players that now find themselves available uh, in labor market slack that we haven't seen in several years? Um, and one last one uh, is you know, we typically suggest uh, tightening your credit policies. Uh, as insolvency risk amongst your customers goes up considerably during recessions, uh, and you're internalizing that risk by offering that flexibility. Um, but you know this one's—it's really going to depend on your own personal cash situation. You're definitely going to want to partner with your best and highest margin customers with whatever creative payment plan or solution you can land on, uh, and you want to be triaging your customers by industry, see which ones carry the greatest risk in the cycle, which appear to be more resilient and sheltered where you can be uh, flexible with less risk there. Uh, if you're not a subscriber, our trends report offers a sector by sector look where most of the pain and opportunity is gonna reside in the cycle over the next couple of years. So might be a way for you to answer that question uh, if you check out that trends report. Um, but you know, a big and closing one is leaving it with optimism. You know, phase, D, phase D is painful, but it's always temporary. You know, it's not going to last forever. You know, leverage a combination of these and other strategies you know, to build that bridge to growth on the other side. Again, it may show up in your orders late this year, maybe early next year, but it's coming. And, and you know, if you're confident you're going to survive, share that optimism within the, the company. Make sure they know the plan, your, your employees know their role in that plan, and that you're confident that it's going to work. Uh, you know, the, the toxicity of pessimism can be devastating to your company in times like these. So it's your job to snuff it out. So you know, that's just a few uh, things that we can look at to, uh, again, open up that recession playbook and make sure that, again, not necessarily take decline off the table, but mitigate it where we can, make a difference on the margins, uh, and make sure that we are in uh, as healthy of a position when the growth does come back, because it is coming back. So we'll keep you updated, you know, with the latest leading indicators on when it is coming back. And until then, I'll see you on the next Trends Talk. Thanks. Thanks.